0: Recent attacks on nurses in hospitals around Australia have raised concerns for the safety of health professionals. Experts are calling for more awareness and protections in the workplace. Batul Al-Salak reports.
1: If you work in the health profession, it is almost expected that you will at some point in your career be exposed to verbal and physical violence. Statistics show that nurses are more likely to be attacked on the job than police officers and prison guards. Health professionals say the safety concern has long been ignored and shines a light on how people working in the health system are treated. Brett Holmes of the New South Wales Nurses and Midwives Association says it's damaging the profession.
0: The uh, absorption of aggression, abuse, has a deleterious effect on people's capacity to sustain their work and, of course, uh, acts of physical violence have a much more obvious impact where people are off work as a result of those injuries.
1: He says attacks are common and has witnessed his fair share.
0: Well, the highest uh, level is, of course, verbal abuse and threats and pushes the kicks, the slaps, the pulling of hair and then the uh, attempted Use of weapons and unfortunately, of course, we've had serious incidences and deaths.
1: Mr Holmes says lashing out doesn't help anyone.
0: Acts of aggression in health service and the failure to respect uh, the role that uh, nurses, doctors, allied health, uh, security, anyone that's involved with uh, patient care... Um, It is really a negative approach.
1: He says violence is now just expected.
0: Uh, Unfortunately, there's been a culture of acceptance that it's been part of the job. And uh, that's something that we all need to work on, both the unions and with the Ministry of Health and the employers, the districts, and into aged care employers as well to change that culture of acceptance.
1: Dr Martin Hopkins says as a working nurse, he experienced and witnessed violence almost on a daily basis. Now a lecturer at Murdoch University, Dr Hopkins says it's the nurses and nursing students who bear the brunt of attacks. So
2: there's research that suggests that nurses are the highest um, workforce group that will be exposed to aggression violence and actually experience it. And there's some research out there that suggests that nursing students may be the the most
1: vulnerable group. He says the best solution is self-protection, which he teaches his students.
2: We're looking at how we can actually build resilience in our nursing students through very specifically targeted education, making them aware that this is occurring and also what they can do from a, from a self-protection perspective in terms of a psychological protection and, and coping mechanisms.
1: Also on the front line, emergency health workers face regular abuse from patients. Professor Anthony Lawler, President of the Australasian College for Emergency Medicine, or ACEM, says alcohol is a huge contributor to professionals being attacked or abused. An ACEM study showed one in eight patients in emergency were there because of alcohol-related issues. Professor Lawler says bigger problems like overcrowding lead to aggression from patients.
3: If you have patients who are in emergency departments for a long time, feeling increasingly frustrated, particularly those who are experiencing uh, problems with alcohol or or drug use and particularly those who are experiencing mental health crisis, then it's absolutely clear that those circumstances are actually set up for increasing frustration and and that can in fact prompt violent or aggressive interactions as well. He says
1: attitudes towards people in emergency departments needs to change.
3: If we feel that we can increase the perception that the public have of the value that they receive when they when they attend emergency departments we feel that that's uh, also important to moderating how people behave when they a- attend emergency
1: departments. He says that as well as improving the culture of valuing the people who care for you, there are other solutions which need to be addressed.
3: Having a zero-tolerance culture to, to violence in emergency departments is absolutely appropriate and, and we've also um, commended governments that have passed legislation relating to alcohol fueled violence. The second is to establish within emergency departments an appropriate environment whereby patients are cared for promptly and are able to leave the emergency department and the public health message. um, We need to identify some of the issues that are driving an increase in violent behaviour. Part of that is alcohol, part of that is drug related.